You are listening to the gorgeous music from Varelsa, and which means creature. And you will hear more about this Portland-based band in a few minutes. This is Carol with Arts Live and Local. And it is ScanFest Weekend, Scandinavian Midsummer Festival. And I have two guests here to tell us about it. I want to dedicate the show, as ever, to healing for all in need, especially some people very close to me, and uh, birthday wishes as well to all of you who celebrate a birthday now or whenever, because, as we know, the arts heals, and we celebrate with the arts. So... We're going to start off with the, Scandin- the Astoria Scandinavian Midsummer Festival. My guests are Yvonne Sundstrom. And if you're local, I'm sure you know that name. Well, the Sundstrom part of it. Oh, I don't know about the Yvonne part. <laughs> Yvonne, is this your first time on KMUN? It is. Is this your first time on radio? It is. Oh, my, we have a double virgin yes, here, folks. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been called that, Carol. That's great. Oh, well, it's great to have you here. You. And it feels like old home week. Uh, my other guest is Lloyd Bowler, yes. who is definitely no virgin at KMUN. How long, have, how long have you been on the air? Lloyd? It's going on 33 years. 33 years. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Lloyd... Uh, Lloyd, did you start with bedtime stories or bedtime stories in Celtic air and Celtic air? Yeah. So uh, and and bedtime stories. This is how you know how old his daughter is, because he brought her in. She was only three, wasn't that? Yeah, I started bedtime stories shortly after she was born. So right, it tells you how old she is. Yep, yeah. exactly. And uh, and she's here this weekend, going to be dancing with us. We're very excited. That'd be Margaret. So Lloyd is still doing radio. Bedtime stories, Celtic, not Celtic air so much. Yes, Celtic air. Oh, Celtic air, air and also um, uh, classical music. Classical music and right. uh, Scandinavian hour. And Scandinavian hour. Yeah. He, you know, he was, yes, he did have a profession. He was a full-time teacher at one point. <laughs> but now he's retired and can give all his time. So these two wonderful people are very involved in the festival and I've asked them to come here, and thank you, Janet, um, for helping out with that, to talk to us about some people listening are not familiar with the Scandinavian festival. Some of them aren't even familiar with Astoria and why we have a Scandinavian festival. So, Yvonne, with your good, solid name, let's, uh, let's ask you to tell us a little bit about background. Mm-hmm. Well, the Astoria Scandinavian Midsummer Festival is celebrating its 55th year. 55th. And we are at uh, Oregon, what is it, the Oregon? Heritage um, event, something like yes, that. Yes, we're, we're one of the, you know, once you reach that 50 years, you're, you're recognized in oh. Oregon as a longtime event. And right, nice. The festival started out, you know, as really a small gathering of people trying to come together from all the different Nordic countries 
that had immigrated and finding um, just some some time and and camaraderie and building their lodges. Mm. And in doing so, through the years, there was a there was a really strong dance group that. I swear, I think the women just wanted to go shopping because they all went and they they started to get these authentic traditional costumes that come from the area that represents the area they actually came from or their their heritage. And in doing so, I think it really caused a lot of us to, to really look deeper into our heritage and to learn more about it. And here we are 55 years later. Our children can't wait to come to the festival. Yeah. It is something we all look forward to and we just love it. And it's it's a it's a labor of love. It's a 100% volunteer based mm-hmm. event. And you know, after so many years now, what the story of Midsummer Festival represents is a celebration of the midnight sun. Mm. And after how many years now We've sort of been in darkness with this mm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. This is really a special year mm-hmm. that we really want to come out and celebrate our midnight sun. The light is on, and Beautiful. we're really looking forward to Beautiful. celebrating this um, year. Can you just tell us about your parents? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love my parents. Well, my mother was very involved in this festival. She was not Nordic. But um, but she knew how to dress. Well, yes, she did, and she was one of the best shoppers of the Fort Nordic costumes. She started with Finland, oh, and and bought a Finnish costume, and then she finally moved to her husband's country of origin, Sweden, and and got a few of those costumes too. I think she, by the time she passed away, I think she had four or five. Yeah, I think I borrowed one of her Swedish outfits one time. Yes, because I didn't have that. Well, what's wonderful is now her grandchildren are able to wear authentic costumes that are really hard to come by now. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I don't even use the word costume because these really are authentic clothing um, used with the pattern, even the fabric. And this year, I think it'll be okay. But some years, it's like 80 degrees and all these people are walking around in wool yeah. <laughs> because dark colored wool too. Dark colored, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, can you please, uh, uh, Lloyd, name the five countries, and if anybody wants to say a literally one sentence about this Scandinavian versus Nordic, because a lot of oh. people are wondering, wait, it's the Scandinavian festival, but the Nordic park had it. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Scandinavia, the, the term Scandinavian really encompasses the three main uh, Scandinavian countries, Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. And if you want to include Finland and Iceland and the Faroe Islands and things like that, you have to speak with Nordic. And I'm not a, I'm not a wordsmith, so I don't know why, but that's the way it is in, in mm-hmm. official language. So mm-hmm. if you want to say Nordic, you're including everybody. And if you're saying Scandinavian, you're sort of excluding the Finns and the... Uh, Which we didn't. Most of us didn't realize that no. because, of course, um, Finnish is the number one population of this area. Yeah. So, excuse me, how dare you exclude <laughs> some, But nobody spoke no one, up until it came time to build the park, and then right. you better get it right yeah. this time. So, yeah. I think they modernized, too, uh-huh. in Scandinavia uh-huh. and began to recognize that they needed to be more inclusive. And yeah. I think that's kind of where we are as people 
you know, as we progress, we Good. try to do that. And, yeah. yep. Good. and in this festival, bringing in some other Nordic countries, mm-hmm. like the Estonian dancers, you know, mm-hmm. it's they're mm-hmm. very similar in culture. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice. about celebrating the art. Yes. Yep. Arts and culture, for sure. So now, let's move to, uh, and folks, by the way, while you're listening even, you can go to AstoriaScanFest.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll have the schedules, you'll have all the information you want. But first, listen to my guests because uh, they have the inside scoop. So, uh, <laughs> who wants to start? I, I Lloyd, will. go. Well, actually, the performances started this morning at 10.30. Joan Paddock uh, oh. started off the, um, the dedication of the Astoria Nordic Heritage Park was this morning at 10.30, and she opened it up with a lure call. And she's a professor of musicology at um, Linfield, I believe. And she will be playing a couple more times this uh, weekend. She's going to be opening up the uh, Queen's Coronation at 7 Mm -hmm. o'clock tonight. And tomorrow night she'll be out at the Midsummer Pole, tomorrow noon at the Midsummer Pole, calling people to the polls. And that that special instrument that she plays, I mean, she plays everything. She also has conducted the North Coast Symphonic Band. But that, what is that? A lure horn. It's made out of wood. Um, it's about four feet long, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have any valves, uh, no mouthpiece to speak of. It's really, it's an instrument you have to use a lot of finesse, and you you have to know what you're doing with it. Right, and there aren't very many people who play it. No. It's very impressive, and yeah. so is she. She's yeah. a delight. Yeah. Okay. So then. anyway, uh, today uh, we're going to have the polka dots playing at... Um, 315 to 415. Now these are, uh, this is a trio here based here in Astoria, uh, two uh, accordions and a string bass. And they'll be playing also tomorrow, um, we'll see, 9 to 10.30 and 12 to 12.30. They're going to be out at the Midsummer Pole leading the dancers out there. This is all out at the fairground. This is, is all out right? at the fairground. Is there a shuttle this year or no? no. Just uh Get yourself Just, out there, mm-hmm. find somebody to help you get out there, and then yep. there's parking, plenty yep. of parking. Plenty so of parking, right. We don't give prices, but it's cheap. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we have another local group playing later tonight at, uh, let's see, what time are they playing? I can't remember all this stuff. <laughs> and I wrote it down, and I can't find it on my, oh, they're playing today at 530 to 630. Mm-hmm. You might know these fellas. They live out in Brownsmead. The flats are playing. The flats I are didn't playing. even know that. Yeah. Oh my God! Browns meet flats. <laughs> Center of the universe, folks. That's five thirty to six thirty. Five thirty to six thirty. Okay. And Ray says he's going to play lots of good Finnish stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's sure. one Finn in the group. That's right. One <laughs> one Nordic Scandinavian. Well, they, they they certainly have that song about the sauna, right? Oh yes, they yes, certainly they do. do. Yeah. Or they have a takeoff on. So um, now, how many? spaces are there aren't there two completely separate spaces yeah there's the exhibition hall and then there's the arena hall but they're i mean they're right across from each other yeah. so it's yeah. easy to, and the yeah. schedule oh yeah you just walk between one right yeah. okay so you can't get lost up there folks oh uh, no so okay <laughs> so and then well we have um tonight the queen's coronation is going to feature scandinavian country they're going to play for the ball uh, from 8 to 11 p.m and that's another local group Wow. Yeah, Corrine Bergholm and her oh, bunch. Yeah, good. Yeah, you know who she is, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, long cool. time bunch. <laughs> They've, they're sort of a fixture around mm-hmm. here, as mm-hmm. it were. 
Yeah, as your dad used yes, to be. I was just going to say, Sven Sundstrom. Uh, right? In fact, she came up and to yeah. Portland where we're living and and played at his um, home. Oh, and wow. he was just thrilled oh, to yeah. see her. And, right. Nice, you know. Nice. Yeah, yeah. She was talking. She's about wonderful. That. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that accordion of hers, I tell you. Yeah. yeah, see the gear she packs around for that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just not an accordion anymore. That's great. I love it. Okay, okay folks, remember, you, all you have to do is come on out, and that way you'll get to see all this stuff as yeah. well as enjoy. Yeah. Okay. And the Varalesa, Vera which you just heard at the beginning of this program, uh, they're going to be playing uh, tomorrow only uh-huh. from 11 to 11.45 to 1 to 1.45 oh. and 4 to 4.45. Okay. Yeah. And they... They are a really interesting group. They have a nickel harpa player. I love that. Yeah, and Beautiful. three other folk, mm-hmm. and um, they play. They try to f- play Nordic-centered uh, music, but they also s- bring in some world stuff too. So. And they're from Portland, Portland. is it? Yeah. Portland. Okay. Yep. And we have. Uh, let's see. We've got polka dots. We got the. How do you pronounce that? Tullahoidjet. Tullahoidjet. Oh, see, it takes one to <laughs> say it. <laughs> no, these are actually Estonians. Aha. Uh, you know, and people are going, why is Estonian? Because Estonia and Finland are very closely related. The languages are almost identical from what I tell, I've been told. Oh, there that's the first time I've heard anyone admit that Finnish is like anything else. <laughs> yeah, so well. That's a possibility. So, um, now where, my tongue, huh? where are the Estonians from? Portland. They're from Portland. There's another Portland bunch. Okay. They'll be dancing twice tomorrow, uh, Saturday, from 12 to 12.45 and 3 to 3.45. So these are dancers. These are dancers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess they have canned music, maybe, or... I'm not sure if they're bringing their own live music along with them. They have somebody to play. Okay. The well, Vasa Swedish dancers will... I think they have uh, canned music. Mm-hmm. They're going to be playing uh, out at the Midsummer Pole, or dancing out at the Midsummer mm-hmm. Pole. And then at... Uh, Two to two thirty in the exhibition hall. Okay. And these are this this bunch is a much younger bunch usually. AstoriaScanFest.com. Everything that Lloyd just mentioned will be somewhere on there, mm-hmm. but it's um, good to. So now, um, uh, some years, the festival has musicians from other parts of the world. Oh, yeah. This year is not a good year for that. No. As we know, because flying anywhere, we've had horror stories about people flying in from... Well, it's it's just not the flying. It's uh, getting the visa and things like that. Right. It's extremely difficult to do. Uh, Jan has been working with these folks to to get them to come in, Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't possible Well, the good news is that we've got fabulous musicians locally and regionally. Mm -hmm. And this festival is so well-known that people know this is the midsummer, middle of June, save that weekend Mm -hmm. and come to a Always the third full weekend in June. It's always the third full weekend in June. Now, Yvonne, you have anybody else on your list? Well, we can't leave off the uh, Viking Nordic Scandia dancers. Oh, well, of yeah. course. Yeah, these are our local bunch. Yes, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. There's three different dance groups under the same uh, umbrella, as it were, because it's the little kids, the teenagers, and the adult groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a, a full slate of performances, too. They're actually going to be dancing today at 430 uh, 4.30 to 5.15, and then they're going to be at the coronation to, to do some dancing there. And the coronation is... 7 o'clock. Tonight. tonight. Tonight when it starts, yeah. At the... Clatsop County Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds. Everything it, is at yeah. the mm-hmm. fairgrounds. We're going to okay. crown our queen tonight. This is good. Yep. <laughs> okay, um, 
Uh, Lloyd, are you dancing these days? No, okay. hardly, hardly at all. Used to, used, <laughs> used to, to be part of it. Yeah. But you will, well, you're already wearing a gorgeous sweater, and it looks like you've got your whole outfit on. Yeah, I do. Nice, yeah. nice. It's a little yeah. warm in here, but yeah, it's a you're getting bit. practice. Okay. <laughs> and Yvonne, you've got uh, the... What is it, the, the cherry on top of the entertainment? Well, the, uh, you know, <laughs> my favorite thing in the world yeah. is Arrival. Well, ABBA. They're, they're Canada's tribute to <laughs> Arrival. And they are 100% Arrival or ABBA-themed from this first song to the last. And it is uh, so fun. Everyone is up and dancing. Yeah. And... It, if you don't have a good time, then you're you're, you're not listening. In the mud. <laughs> you're just not listening. <laughs> it starts at seven thirty on Saturday night, and it is at the Clatsop County Fairgrounds, as well. Is Abba? Is it Abba or Abba? How do you say this? Abba. 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 And Abba, of course, means father in Hebrew. So, not oh. that that has anything to do with anything except what's happening Sunday. Father's Day. Yes, <laughs> Abba. Is here for Father's Day. Right on. Sorry, I couldn't resist that connection. There. But anyway, um, the band is uh, Arrival. Isn't Arrival. It? So you've heard them, obviously. They've twice. been here twice yes. before. This wow. is their third wow. time here. I Like I said, we, we just have had such a, a blast with them here that mm -hmm. we, we thought this was the year to bring them back because Joyful. it was difficult to bring you know, any groups from very far away. So we feel very fortunate. Exactly, because this is international. Mm -hmm. Canada is still across the border. Mm -hmm. And a couple of months ago, we couldn't have done that. Yep. So this is great. Mm -hmm. This is great. Okay, folks, um, no matter which part of it, because there's so much more to it, who wants to tell? Just go ahead and list some of the fantastic things. Oh, Food, oh, food, food, <laughs> food. That's one of my favorites. Oh. Um, Print arts, <laughs> fruit soup. The yeah. Risa pud How do you say that? Risa pudding, whatever it is. It's so delicious. It's yeah. a rice pudding yeah. with a prune topping on it, yeah. and I think that's Risi from the puro. Risi puro. Thank yeah. you. That's I think from the Finnish booth, yes, isn't it? Is. it? Yes, it yeah. Is. yeah, and Abelskiva. Yeah. And Danish group. And Danish and... Um, Frikadeller. That's from the Danes Danish. also. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, we can't forget Lefsa. Oh, of course. I usually buy some... <laughs> really? Well, I'm a Swede. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who, who's famous for Lefsa? Norwegians. The Norwegians. Oh, see, uh, you know, that's one of <laughs> and the... And they can have some combats over which better, the uh, wheat the wheat flour right, or, or, potato. or the potato ones. Right, <laughs> I like the potato ones, and I actually get them and stick them in the freezer. And then you can take them out, put some butter and cinnamon and sugar. You know what Janet's uh, relatives in Norway put on theirs? What? Potatoes and lutefisk. Oh, God, stop! <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> folks. Now... Lloyd has mentioned the, uh, that, yeah, that, the L word. The L word. Forget it. That is, it, we'll talk about that another time. Okay. Okay. But I, I do um, have to laugh uh, apropos of what you just said, Yvonne, because for those of us who are not of Scandinavian or even Nordic heritage, although I have been to Finland, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and stop down in Reykjavik, so the Iceland. airport of Iceland. <laughs> um, but I am not of that heritage. And so I am not prejudiced in one way or another. 
But it is funny, if you live here or if you know about this area, you will find that in the old days, not so much now, today everybody sort of mixes. In, in fact, some of the Lutheran churches have actually joined in, <laughs> instead of separating out. So it's um, talk about inclusiveness, mm -hmm. not just Estonians, each other. The clothing is wonderful. Yep. There's an optog happening? What's uh, that? Yes, there is an optog. We had one last weekend, oh. which was a stationary one along the streets welcoming people to Astoria and, and alerting them oh, to the, nice. this week's mm -hmm. events. Mm -hmm. But at the festival, we have a grand marshal. This year, it's Bonnie Fisher, mm -hmm. and she will lead our parade. of it's An optog is a parade, and it's just a walking parade through the arena and the exhibit hall. So mm -hmm. wherever people are, they're going to see this every absolutely gorgeous yeah. clothing beautiful we'll all be following behind hand our grand stitched hand made uh, special jewelry as a matter of fact i brought my little one i didn't put it on but um it's uh <laughs> for those of us who like traditional yeah. stuff this is the real thing this yeah. isn't something you go into the tourist shop and buy a copy most of them some of them are maybe for the children too but a lot of the Folks are still either making or buying um, from their original countries some of these traditional. Most of these are actually made over there. We all sent our measurements over. There you go. And I, I have a, in Mom's first one the, the lady's name from Finland wow. that made it. Beautiful. And and in especially in Norway, mm -hmm. they've really held on to their traditions. The Hemsloid is what it's called, and that's where they sell these beautiful. I mean, they you can get beautiful Norwegian folkware still. Um, Sweden, a little more modern country, not as easy to get. They have mm -hmm. a national costume that they adopted, that blue and yellow one. Blue you and see. yellow. Um, where, Gee, those you are know, the colors. And you kinda, they're kind of stuck in the middle of, you know, and then you have Finland mm -hmm. that also is very, holds on to their heritage and you can still, I think, get some of the original yep. folkware there. And, it, uh, and, and kind of like in Latin America and Guatemala, people who are in the know not me, um, can tell what village you're from yes. by the clothing you're wearing. So mm -hmm. it's not just the country, but the actual part of the country. It's, it's beautiful. And the funny little stories about oh. why they did this on this mm -hmm. particular dress. One of them was um, in, in Sweden, these little girls came to church one day, and they weren't wearing their aprons, and the priest was really angry with them. And, you know, it was always someone in town that was given the task of redesigning their their folkware for that that represented their town and they decided to just do away with the apron oh and it's a funny little tale of how you know things progress over time Evolution. yes the folk uh, evolution mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. folks if you're visiting for sure get out to the fairground and if you live here you already know go for any part of it it's tonight tomorrow all day and then sunday part of the day Again, AstoriaScanFest.com. Thank you so much to my guests, Yvonne Sundstrom and Lloyd Bowler. And uh, I'll see you there. Thank you, Carol. Yeah. Thank okay. you very much. Right. And as we said, Sunday is Father's Day. Um, Yom Shel Abba. Abba. Dear Daddy, Thank you for your kindness all these years Many times I miss the chance to tell you 
And recalling that now brings me close to tears And daddy Did you think that I'd become a decent man? Did it drive you mad when I refused to listen? And find the wisdom of another plan? Daddy, just when I appear to finally see that the low road was not the road for us to travel, still sometimes I'd take it and you'd shake your head and come on after me. Daddy, Remember as a child I fell and hit my head For many years we often laughed about it But I recall your look of worry as I bled And daddy When you told me I was good made me feel so proud And I always knew you very deeply loved me even though you never said the words out loud. Daddy, just when I appeared to finally see that the low road was not the road for us to travel, still sometimes I'd take it and you'd shake your head and come on after me. Daddy, you're near 80 and I'm now near 55. It's amazing how two people stay in motion as their memories write the history of their lives. I am certain. Just like the sun will set when the day is done, I can say without hesitation My father's love would outshine any son Daddy Daddy To all the daddies, the fathers, the papas All those of whatever gender Who have helped us through life And who continue to do so And if your experience wasn't as wonderful as some of us, then you get to choose your own daddy, okay? Those are my rules, but I'm sticking with them. So congratulations to everyone out there for whom the title holds some significance. And speaking of significance, I have Kate Lacaz here. Now, the name might sound familiar <laughs> because... She, I call her different things, but she is so involved in the community here, and she's been on this show several times this weekend, starting, am I right, tonight? Yes, right. <sighs> Opening yeah. night tonight mm -hmm. with Birds of a Feather by Mark Aceto. Is that how you yeah. say it? Mm -hmm. Aceto. And this is happening at the 1015 Theater in Astoria. 
The address, 1015 Commercial. Easy to remember both. So, Kate, what are you doing in this play, and what is this play? Because I think a lot of people will start to recognize it once you talk about yes, it. Yes, yeah. Um, so I guess I'll uh, try to recap quickly. Um, uh, back in the 2000s, there was um, a pair of m- male um, chinstrap penguins, Roy and Silo, in Central Park Zoo, who pair bonded and raised a chick. Um, and they became the subject of this children's book, And Tango Makes Three, which subsequently became one of the most banned books in America. Um, and so it is focuses primarily on them. Um, and then this also happened in New York s- simultaneously, um, that there was this pair of red-tailed hawks who were nesting on this 12-story high-rise where Mary Tyler Moore and Paula Zahn lived. Um, so it's kind of about these birds and the bird brain behavior that they caused in humans. So. I love that. I had not heard that. <laughs> so, I mean, it digs deeper into the culture wars and um, yeah. social commentary, but that is the plot a little bit. So the part about the birds, though, the original, mm-hmm. is true. Yes, everything that's in the play, everything in the story is completely true, except birds can't talk, but... But these birds can. <laughs> these birds do and can, yes. I see. And, and what is your role? So I play, uh, well, everyone in the cast plays like a couple different roles, but primarily um, I play Lola. She is one of the red-tailed hawks, uh, so that's a fun role to get to play. Wonderful, mm-hmm. especially around here where we have so many. I know, just the other that's... day I heard a red-tailed hawk, and I was like, it's a good omen. So. Yes, <laughs> it's my relatives. Yes, right yeah. There. So um, you, you get around in the theater world, you... Uh, have acted in many things. Also, one of my favorite things that you do in the theater world, not to mention the rest of your life, is um, directing young people. Yeah, that's correct. So you're at Astoria High School? Astoria High School, yeah, uh, directing their extracurricular theater program. They don't have theater as part of their... They do have theater classes, um, but then this is also just kind of the way in which they put on their fall play and spring musical and kind of provide extra theater experiences to the students. And you've worked with young people as well. I mean, children. Yeah, pretty I remember much. Uh, my whole life. At the coaster, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that? It was quite wonderful. Um, oh. I can picture it. Yes, it was, yeah, the Sherlock Holmes one that we did. So I've worked, yeah, yeah, done a couple community productions with children as well. Yeah. So you've been doing theater all your life. Pretty much, yeah. And you enjoy it. So what prompted you to take a different job? Uh, Oh, man, (laughs) that would be a long story. Um, Yeah, I mean, theater will always be just an integral part of who I am. And and tell folks what you do. uh, So um, I work as the communications coordinator for North Coast Land Conservancy. So that's another passion of mine is writing and communicating with people and especially about such a great thing like conserving our coast um, and the wonderful, beautiful resources and habitat that we have here. And do you see many red-tailed hawks when you're out on the land? You know, I'm still like learning bird calls and everything oh, that's good. not. Um, but yes, just the other day I was in the field to take pictures um, on one of our stewardship days. And we heard, uh, and I was like, I think that's it. And I double checked with our stewardship director. And I was like, what bird is that? And yes. she's like, a red-tailed hawk. And I was like, got yes. super excited. <laughs> yeah, That's great. That's great. But theater is always part. And the 1015 Theater mm-hmm. uh, is a very special theater you've acted there before or no this is my first time it yeah. is okay how's it going it's, it's 
going great. Yeah, it's quite I different. Think it, mm-hmm. Tell folks about that. I mean, it's um, a small black box theater, um, and but it's you know was built by people who really love the performing arts and want them in the community. And it just, you know, what's so great about a story is that it has different types of theater venues, and this one was a really important one to add to that. Um, and it's cool that we have this venue that will put on productions like Birds of a Feather because I don't know that every theater would tackle it and. Um, so, yeah, I think it's providing a really great outlet for some wonderful cutting edge. Kind yeah, of stuff. theatrical productions. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, let's tell folks now again, I mentioned 1015 Commercial is the address, and the play is just two weekends. Yes. Friday and Saturday, both weekends at 7 30, and then this Sunday is a special show at 3 30. What's, what's special about it? Well, special, after the matinee, we've actually partnered with the Lower Columbia Q Center to do a talk back after the show. So that will be a really um, awesome opportunity to have some important dialogue. And I would, yeah, encourage people to do that. So. Will the um, actors stay for that as well? Yes, yeah, so we will be part of that talk back. Um, and I believe Tessa Scheller is mm-hmm. going to help moderate. And nice. I'm, we're really excited about that opportunity. So does this play have um, a an age recommendation? What would you say since you've worked with all ages? It all, you know, it, it does depend on like what um, people generally expose their children to. Um, I would say it would maybe be rated PG. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I think a lot of these topics are very relevant and important for kids of all ages. But yeah, there's... Um, you know, I don't know how explicit the play is because I'm not familiar with the <laughs> actual play. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of innuendo, and um, so it just, just depends on like a parent or guardian's, like I guess, position on that and whatnot. Yeah, because there are a lot of um, a lot of kids who are extremely mature mm-hmm. and uh, good communication mm-hmm. with the family and can ask questions and hear answers on Sundays, great, because there will be real uh, opportunity. I would say kids are talking about these things anyway, so why not do it in a safe environment where you can have really positive dialogue about it? Absolutely. And um, you mentioned, you talk fast, but you (laughs) did mention that this, uh, the book, and Tango Makes Three, was banned? What was was the story on that? Um, it's because it was about homosexuality or um, about the penguins sleep together. Uh, it's one of my lines in the play. Um, and so it just caused it, it. Yeah. And that's part of, I guess, the sad humor of it is that it became such a controversial thing when it is literally a children's book about different types of families. Yeah. Isn't that sad? It's very sad. Yeah. yeah. But it's real. And yeah. And uh, we were just joined by the director of the play, and we don't have too much time, so let me introduce. This is Anne Bronson, who is best known for her singing and her acting. Anne, congratulations to both of you on the play. Have you directed before? Only once. Um, I actually did the only... uh, only show of 2020 at the coaster, which was Bench in the Sun, because we went up in uh, February of 2020, and of course the world shut down shortly thereafter. March, right. Did you get to do the whole? 
We Run did. Of the play, though? Yeah. We were, wow. You just squeaked yeah, we, in. We squeaked in. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, and now you've taken on directing again. So I guess it it worked the first time, huh? I guess it did. Um, I, yeah. I just, I, I fell in love with the play, and I came to the realization that if it was going to happen, I was going to have to do it. So. What does that mean? Oh, just, I really, I read the play, I don't know, about five years ago, and we actually submitted it to the the coaster as a possibility to their selection committee, but they, they didn't go with it, and I really did want to see it produced on the North Coast, uh, and I came to the realization, like I said, realization that if, in fact, it was going to be produced on the North Coast, it was probably going to be a project that I had to... Good for you to uh, spearhead. Yeah. Well, you know, that's really good for folks to hear because if you're out there listening, even if you are not ready to take on directing, if there's a play that you're passionate about, then um, get in touch with the 1015 Theater. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it is somewhat cutting edge and you think it might not run at one of the larger theaters or more family um, only (laughs) uh, and um, talk to them because they often are looking for plays if you can direct if you have those skills good heavens get in there it's a fantastic place to go so how did you learn about this play to begin with I you know honestly I don't remember Um, somehow I was I heard about it, got intrigued by it. I went to the Samuel French Publishing House, which at that point is a major play publishing house, and they were the ones who had the rights to it at the time. And they had, like, the first scene online as sort of a teaser scene, and I read it, and I thought it was really, really funny, and I wanted to read more of it. So uh, shortly thereafter, I, I did purchase the entire script and read it then and just just fell in love with the characters and its message and everything. Beautiful. Um, No singing, though. Well, there's a little bit of singing. Squawking or singing? (laughs) Wait, what's happening here? They're both laughing. I don't don't know the answers to these questions. Uh, Richard Bowman, who he's playing multiple characters in the play. Another singer. Most notably uh, Roy, in this case, which is one of the Penguin's that is uh, is in Antango Makes Three. He's one of the pink, uh, penguin dads. He's depicted as a show tune singing penguin, so he belts oh, out a couple of snippets of show tunes throughout the play. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I love it. Okay. Now, do either of you know what the COVID policy is at the 1015 Theater? I know um, masks are optional. What about vaccinations? You know, I... They still have the little card posted on the door saying vaccination. Okay, that's what I suspected. Yeah, because I couldn't find it here. Okay, so um, eat. Let's see. Well, here's a good idea for you folks. Remember, it opens tonight and only runs for two weekends. Go to the ten fifteen theater, all written out. Ertheater dot com. Unlike several of the other theaters in this town which try <laughs> to confuse us. The 1015theater.com 
Check it out. Get your tickets online. I will see you tonight. Ooh. Yes. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. That's exciting. So break a leg. And thank you so much for coming in. My guests, Kate Lacaz, the red-tailed hawk, and director Ann Bronson for Mark Aceto's Birds of a Feather. Thanks. Thank Thank you. you. And I've got some music for you from Aaron Larger Kaplan, uh, who will be at the Coaster Theater Tomorrow evening at 7.30. Tonight is Shakespeareans at the Coaster Theater. And uh, we are going to hear, if all goes well, (laughs) um, summertime and happy solstice, folks.
Hey, folks, that was Aaron Kaplan Larger with, well, you know what he was playing, George Gershwin's Summertime. Beautiful. And um, let's hope that the summer is uh, a good one, not just temperature. Well, yeah, temperature in terms of people's behavior as well as nature's. So, look, I've got a room full, another room full of musicians. And this festival has been fabulous. This is the Third Dimension Classical Music Festival happening at the Liberty Theater. It started last Saturday night. And uh, every once in a while, they give people a day off but for the most part, they've been just hitting it hard. We have a couple of, <laughs> oh, I forgot. We have one musician who doubles as a professional photographer. Right now, she's just using a cell phone, but I saw her last night with this big fancy camera. As a matter of fact, someone said, oh, you mean the photographer? So I opened the little book and I said, yeah, that one. <laughs> so, um, Tell us your name since I've just been talking about you. Hello, everyone. My name is Asia Koripanova. And yeah, I, I love photography besides playing piano occasionally. Asia Koripanova. Oh, man. Yeah, come on. Everybody has an emphasis on the different syllable. How am I supposed to get this right? Okay, Carrie. Louis. Yes, <laughs> except when I, my mother was from Alabama, so I was Kerry at home. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, my God. My name was Kerry. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you that. How fun. <laughs> How fun. Well, you met um, three of these folks last week, um, but today is special because we have four pianos and a cello right here in this room. Minus the instruments, but we have the players. So um, the other new person is Bernadine Blaha. Bernadine Blaha. Blaha. Okay, I can handle that one. Now, what's special about, in addition to them being fabulous um, pianists, is that Bernadine and Asia are KMUN virgins. So I want to congratulate you. This is your first time here at the studio. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm we speechless. are excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. It has to happen sometime to everyone. So there you go. Uh, the three men, however, they've been around uh, many times. And the last one I haven't mentioned is Ilya Kazantsev. Is that, is that right or just close enough? It's good. Oh, it's good. Okay. So have you guys been having fun being here? You can all shout out at the same. You just got here, didn't you? Asia? Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> we'll hear about that. How about you, Bernadette? Had you been to Astoria before? This is my first time here, and I love it. I might not leave. Okay. They're we'll going to have to fire me to get me out of here. We'll take yeah. you. So now, uh, where are you living now? Uh, currently, Los Angeles, but originally I'm from Canada and lived... Is it Montreal or...? No. Near Toronto. 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 Yeah. 
Toronto. Mm. Okay. Toronto. That's Toronto. Right. And you, what do you do in L.A. area? Uh, I'm actually in the faculty of USC, the Thornton School of Music, on the piano faculty there. And so just that's my home base for music. Well, no wonder you like it up here. From L.A., no contest. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, Carrie? Yes. Yes, Carrie. Um, how are you doing this year? This is okay. This is a whole new uh, experience this year. It's uh, well. Last last couple of years have been kind of strange, but I'm here now. It's fine. It's it's fun to be amongst these four hot shots. I mean, I feel like an old fuddy duddy. Well, it's so amazing to have four exquisite piano players. Think of us as the four piano bench people of the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I can see you flying off at mm -hmm. this point. Ilya, you're used to being a, um, kind of the piano player of the, the center of the universe because it's called the Heritage Piano Trio. Hermi Hermitage. What did I say? Heritage? Her hermitage. Right. Hermitage. Her hermitage. Hermit. Hermit. <laughs> As opposed to hismit or kismet. Uh, actually, we had the Scandinavian Heritage Festival. So now we've got the hermitage. And I have been to the hermitage in um, Russia. But fortunately, you're all here. As I see, I'm leading up to you in a second. So, so Ilya, how do you feel about sharing? Now, you and Carrie have worked together for years, but how do you feel about uh, being in your um, town of Astoria and sharing with these new pianists? And you get to turn pages. I'm, I'm feeling wonderful about sharing the other pianists <laughs> in Astoria as well. But you've played with these folks before, or no? Mm, with Bernie, we performed together for the first time. Ah. But we know each other for some years already. Uh, I say and I, yeah, we, we actually played last year. That's right. The dimension. Yes. And, uh, and don't forget that, actually, I have a riddle for you. Uh-oh. So, Sergei... Antonov, the director, right? Uh, the mastermind behind this festival. And so Sergei and Asia and I, we all went to the same school. Oh, no. Yes. Asia, I, you too? Yes. Oh, so my the, here is a riddle for okay. you. I was a classmate with Sergei and I was a classmate with Asia in the same school. But nor Sergei nor Asia weren't classmates. So did you get left back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And here you have it, folks. There's the scoop for you. And uh, was that because of your piano playing or, you, or some other behavior? Some other oh, behavior. Oh, okay. We won't, <laughs> we won't discuss that. <laughs> so, Asya, uh, I understand you almost didn't make it to Astoria. What's going on? Well, I had uh, a, a rather crazy week. Um, on Monday, I had an accident. Oh. Uh, I, uh, my car got crashed into. Uh, on Tuesday, the first leg of my trip uh, through Chicago was delayed where, so where, badly. Where do you live? I live in Boston. Okay. The first leg of my trip got delayed so badly that I wasn't making my connection to make it to Portland. And so I was forced to change my flight to 
Wednesday, on the, on Wednesday, this, the, the the situation repeated, <laughs> and after an extensive scandal with American Airlines, <laughs> I'm sorry, American <laughs> Airlines, they were able, after not finding any flights on their own um, uh, routes, they were able to put me on a United. Airlines flight, and that's how I made it here. And um, and what time in the morning did you get in? <laughs> Two twenty a.m. was yeah. when the uh, our ride from the airport arrived yeah. to Astoria. Yeah, and and you played the next day, or did you have a day off? We started rehearsing the next day, yeah. but I didn't have to perform. Oh, good, good. The performances, my performances tomorrow. Right, that's right. Before. You were taking photographs instead. Yes. Yeah, this is a very experienced professional group here. So I guess it's the show must go on, no matter what. And sometimes those watts are pretty big. <laughs> so um, are you the person who also uh, is, got out of uh, Europe in February? Uh, well, yes, and m m more specifically, I actually was in Russia performing. Uh, I was on tour with orchestra in Siberia when the war has started and it was a, a very peculiar situation when I was trying to escape and it, it, it was rather difficult because my original flight got cancelled and I had to take another crazy flight through Arab Emirates oh my. and sit there for over 12 hours and it was just very so dramatic. Do you write music? Do you compose? I do. I do. Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, we've got this huge thing coming. Um, I was going to say, though, I think it's you need to think about a piece called um, uh, Cancelled. Flight, <laughs> flight Cancelled. Seems to be Cancelled altogether? Or, or what? <laughs> the story of your life this year. Flight Cancelled. Sergei. Good afternoon, everybody. Is that really the way you say it? Sergei, yeah. not yeah. Sergei. That's good. Ice. No wonder I've had... But You've known me long enough. I have, <laughs> and I've mispronounced your name all those years, so it's okay. Sergei is the leader of the troupe here for the Third Dimension. Um, I am in big trouble because there's no time. So tell us the significance of what's coming up. Uh, today is what Friday, so we've got a whole nother week coming. Right. So tomorrow we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna try to walk you through faster. Um, Tomorrow we're going to wrap up week one, and for those of you who haven't heard our amazing Grammy-winning soprano, uh, Renee, that's your last chance tomorrow. Not soprano, mezzo. Mezzo-soprano, And I'm she sorry. sounds like a contralto. She's got a gorgeous, deep voice. Uh, I love it. Oh, yes, go she's on. going to be performing tomorrow, so that's the last chance uh, for oh. everybody to hear her. Um, and then we're doing two massive chamber music pieces tomorrow. They're... Uh, Tuesday, June 21st, Red Hot Fireworks. I don't know the program. I don't know what's going to happen at that concert. People need to go to... Liberty Astoria. Uh, yes, Liberty LibertyAstoria.org. Follow the prompts. Look at the whole schedule. Don't miss, even if you only capture at least one concert, don't miss this festival because it has been fantastic. It will continue to be fantastic. I just want to say that... Um, we have plenty of space available for yes. everybody to yes. be safe, right. distant, right. and we...